<laughs> if any of the former Avengers are still are watching this, uh, I'm carrying on our legacy, okay? <laughs> You're listening to the Water Prairie Chronicles, a podcast that supports parents of children with disabilities by sharing the stories of individuals who have grown up with disabilities and the organizations available to help parents along the way. Okay, so welcome back to the Water Prairie Chronicles. I have with me again today, Emily Wallen, my daughter. Hi. And you met her in episode two, if you've been following the podcast for a while. If Would not, you, you should, you should. If not, go back and find episode two. That was presented in two different parts. And the second part is the one we're gonna be talking about a little bit more today. The, um, the first part, you talked about your visual impairment. So do you wanna recap anything on that or you just wanna jump forward? Uh, I would say if you wanna learn more, you should go watch the second episode. <laughs> Because right. I don't feel like talking about it again. <laughs> so the second half of episode two, we talked about an adapted sports program that Emily was working to get started at her college. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about what you've done and where you are now with the program? Well, so first I want to talk about goalball. So goalball is a Paralympic sport for blind and uh, visually impaired athletes. Uh, and I played all through middle school and high school. So when I got to the college that I'm at, uh, I wanted to be more active in sports, but there's not really many sports that I can actually play as someone with low vision in my specific condition because if I get hit in the head, bad things happen. <laughs> uh, and so I forgot what I was going to say next. <laughs> Tell us about what you were doing with goalball. Right. So when I got to my college, I was like trying to figure out how I can set up goalball as a sport at the school. Uh, and so I had, I had gone to the head of the student rec center to see uh, how I can get that started. And so uh, for the last several months, we've been setting it up. And so about two months ago, we had our first uh, goalball game played. And I was there. I got to see it. And I'll yes. show you. If you're yes. watching the YouTube video, you're seeing this now. If you're listening to the podcast, go to the YouTube version just to see this part of it, if, if not for the whole thing. Um, I've, I was able to take some photos of the kids playing that night and some video too. So you'll get a little idea of what was happening. They aren't the best because I was trying to stay out of the way, but, but at least it gives you an idea of what's happening at the school. Yes. It's been very fun. So overall, how did the season go? I think really well for a first season. I, in my head, I had hoped that it would, uh, we would have more people come, but because we started in the middle of the semester, we were one month approximately away from finals, not as many people were interested in joining, but we still were able to get three teams for the first season. Uh, and so it, it went pretty well, I think. And then you played a follow-up season right after that, right? Um, technically, yes. Uh, okay. It was only two of us, two teams, um, and it was more, there wasn't really, for the competition, we didn't have a tournament or anything. So it's just to keep keep playing. Yes. Now, when I was there, you had mentioned that you had a competitive league and a recreational league. That's how it was originally set up, um, because as I said, we didn't get as much interest. We only had the competitive league. Um, okay. I'm hoping next year I'll be able to go to um, some of the like. I think there's some like rec sports events maybe uh, for like interest to see if we oh, can right. get more people know about it because nobody knows about it. Is the Will you right offer it in the fall and the spring or just in the spring? Probably fall and spring. Okay. I need to ask. Well it seemed like the kids that were there the night that I was there, of course it was the first night they were playing, they were in the gym by the open basketball courts so it was it was loud, it was yes, kind of yes. hard for them. So the kids that were learning were really being tested with their hearing yes. to hear the bells inside the ball. 
but um, and again if you haven't seen goalball you need to watch the YouTube version of this and also look up um, Paralympics goalball we'll, we'll put a couple of links yeah, in yes. the description too for you to give you I always I always tell people to look up Paralympics goalball Tokyo and it should come and up you'll with, find it right? it should come up with like uh, highlights or like uh, best goals and saves and yeah. right the the more interesting parts of the game <laughs> So they, so they were really being tested being able to hear the ball rolling, but they still, they, they took it in stride and did well. Oh yeah. But so I was sitting off in the corner and but it was near the door and I had students coming by that were coming in to play basketball or leaving who were obvious athletes and they were stopping to ask me what, what, what the sport was. It was really interesting to them. They'd never seen it before. They, they wanted to know more about it. And so I think you'll probably see more interest go as the word gets out more. Uh -oh. There was one of the later games that we had played a couple weeks ago. Um, there's a track above the, the gym, or the, the basketball courts, and I think somebody was up above. I was blindfolded. I didn't know it was happening. <laughs> but um, there was one guy who was cheering for my team because there was only two of us instead of three. <laughs> we were winning at the time, so it was great. <laughs> so, so Emily taught everyone there how to play. No one else had ever heard of the game before, so she had a little bit of an advantage. And at first, was, at first I did. <laughs> but again, now now this may be proud mom talking, but I was able to see her in action because before that first game, she brought everyone together, taught them how to play because the members of the teams didn't really know how to play. Neither of my teammates knew and how to play. You, 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 you met them that night. I did. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so they didn't even know what the sport was. They just thought it sounded like it might be fun. And, um, and you had one who likes to bowl. Yes, who did he, really well with he it. He did um, bowling on a team in high school. Right, so, and he, I mean, the first night, he was he was mastering the rolling really yes, well. Yes, yes. And you're blindfolded, so if you're not used to being blindfolded, this, this is a new experience. Bowling sighted is a little bit different than goalball <laughs> blindfolded. <laughs> kind of similar throwing-ish, right. but that's about it. Like, if you, like, going from seeing what you're hitting to not seeing, it's a little bit of a learning curve, but he did well. So this season, your team name, we're not going to give the school, but your team yeah. name was... My team name was the Avengers. The Avengers. So and shout out story. to the Avengers for winning the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a little bit of a story of the, back, the background of the Avengers name. My um, my goalball team in middle school, high school, we called ourselves the Avengers. Right. And I wanted to carry that on because that team doesn't exist anymore. But you know what? We're just gonna keep it you, going. You should, should should have made them proud with, with I, that. I hope I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> if any of the former Avengers are still are watching this, uh, I'm carrying on our legacy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one thing I wanted to find out was this was your first time performing it. You put out a challenge at the second part of episode two to other students in college to start a goalball program. Can so I, can I be honest and say yes. that I forgot? <laughs> did you forget that you said that? <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, you would challenge them because you said across the country you'd love to see programs start up and that maybe schools that are close together could actually compete together yes. within their schools. That would be great. So for those that might be hearing this for the first time, they're maybe they're going off as a freshman to college this year or they've been there and they feel more secure and ready to present a program. What did you learn that might help about offering inclusive sports programs? I learned that it's pretty easy. <laughs> it was I was kind of intimidated, and I bet a lot of people probably would be intimidated to start a whole program like this. Um, but I, I just sucked it up, and I was like, you know what? I'll just talk to somebody. Get get the ball rolling. You know, I did. worst case scenario, they say no, <laughs> um, and it worked out. Um, the the um, the leaders of the Rex Sports program at my school were very open about it. They were very excited. 
if it's a good program, if the people running it are great, they're also going to be on board. So, True. And others when some of the leaders of other programs were jumping in and playing too, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, which was um, nice to see. The one of the other uh, one of my coworkers um, was the captain of one of the other teams. Nice, he got his first. Well, it's not something that's going to grow because of that. So if you're trying this out or thinking about trying it out, um, Emily has offered to put her Instagram information below so you can contact her through her Instagram. Yes. And we'll we'll put that in the notes. Um, please do not abuse it. She is my daughter. I want to keep her safe. <laughs> and, um, and we are intentionally not giving the name of the school just for safety. And on the videos and photos, you'll see there's no markings for the school. Um, and So it is intentional just because these are college kids. We want to keep them all safe. The, um, the other piece I wanted to let you know is Water Prairie is an Amazon associate and we do have links to different things on both our website and in the description of our videos. And if you're looking to start a program or just to get some equipment to try out Goldball, we put some links in for the knee pads, the elbow pads, the, um, the string and the tape that you need to use to mark the floors of the gym. And it's supposed to be floor safe tape. If you do use the link and buy the tape, please test it on a little section first. We, don't, we, we are not responsible for any messed up floors. Yep, yep. <laughs> But, um, but there's links also that we put in episode two and we'll put them in, in this episode notes too for um, some more information about setting up your, your floor so that you know how to set up the goal. Um, and or the, the court, I guess is what it would be called. We don't have a goal. We use cones for the corners. Yeah. So, so there, there are ways to modify it. Well, that's yeah, what I was yeah. What else have you learned? So, so you didn't have to buy the goal. True, so you used true. the cones. Yeah, um, we, I would say that we have a very casual Goal ball league. Even though it's a competitive league, the rules we have are pretty casual. We have the necessary ones, like um, you know, high balls. <laughs> right. Yeah, for 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 safety issues. For safety issues. Right. Um, but there's like um, higher level goal ball leagues have like the 10 second rule. So your team has 10 seconds collectively to throw the ball. We don't have that as a penalty, but we do make sure people are aware that you can't hold the ball for a solid minute because that's cheating. <laughs> So if you if you have questions and you're getting it started and want to find out what adjustments they've made to the rules, can they contact you on that yep. through your Instagram? Okay, good. And um, and so anyway, so the links below for Amazon Associates are down there. Feel free to look at them. You don't have to buy anything on it, but if you do buy something, a percentage of that usually comes back to the program to help pay for the uh, the time that it takes for us to make the podcast. And then um, she she does a lot of hard work on this podcast. <laughs> I've witnessed it firsthand. <laughs> I'm having fun with it, but it, it 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 is a big time commitment, and we're finding that we need some equipment. So and you do well with what you have, and I hope you get better things. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see our setup, it's a little interesting. Mm -hmm. The um, the other thing I was going to say is if you've been listening to the podcast and you're finding value in it, if you can give us a thumbs up on each of the videos that you're watching and if you can leave comments on the major podcast platforms, that'll help YouTube if you're watching the video and the podcast platforms offer it to other people to hear. Just come so, say hi. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Yeah, it can just be a smiley face. Any yeah. type of interaction helps us. And the more interaction that we have, the more these platforms will show it to other people that have not found us yet. So it's a way to help other parents find the program and to find some of the supports that we're trying to offer through the podcast. And then um, if you would like to financially support the program, I don't, I don't usually do this, but I thought I'd throw it out today. Um, we've added a, a link in our description and on the website as well that's called Buy Me a Cup of Coffee. And it's just kind of a cute way for fundraising. So there's, there's a preset amount in there, but you can buy however many cups of coffees you'd want to do to, to help us buy the, equip, the equipment that, that we're needing. So, um, so I think that's all we have today. Anything you want to add to, to the program? 
to the global one. <laughs> to, to anything. anything. Oh, I was going to ask you, are you still talking about offering any other sports through the Inclusive Sports Program? I, not in the immediate future. We had mentioned maybe talking about beef kickball as another option. Um, I know one of my former bosses was familiar with the beef I'm not sure okay. what we're doing with that, but I hope it works out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'd also like to say thank you to Think Media. I attended a seminar that they were offering and they actually drew my name for a prize that we had and we're using a series of Rode microphones today for the first time so I we can actually cool. get out and do some recording outside. So again, I'll put the link to this below so you can see see what it is we're using, but, um, but I really appreciate the generosity of Think Media and providing that for us to use. They allowed us to stand outside in this lovely park yes although there's a bug that keeps flying around here and i could hear it but i can't see it <laughs> and it's really freaking me out right now <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode we will see you next week when we have dr wegner on for the brody the lion series and to find out about early diagnosis for autism check it out you should <laughs> You've been listening to the Water Prairie Chronicles. Any resources mentioned during this episode will be posted in the description. If you're interested in joining us as a guest, contact us through the links in the description below. Be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. We appreciate your support as we build this resource. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week for a new episode.